everyone. Welcome to another episode of Catching Up With The Nerds with me, Tom, your host. And today I'm joined for another interview by Stan, who is from Dads With Gamepads. Uh, Stan, how are you? Well, thanks um, Thanks for the introduction. I'm fine. And uh, I believe we're looking to spend uh, an hour having fun and discussing the video games and kids yeah. and kids with video games. So. Exactly. Exactly. Being a dad or a parent in the era of video games. Um, so Stan is joining us because like most of our listeners, I think uh, we are parents and sometimes we like to, you know, introduce our kids to uh, the, our love for nerdy stuff. And I think Stan is m- mostly a, a video gamer, uh, so pretty much like me. So today we thought we'll uh, we'll come, you know, have him in. We'll have him join us and uh, discuss a little bit about his life and how he's handling things with twins, right? You said you had twins, six-year-old twins. Yep, a boy and a girl. Uh, a boy and a girl, there you go. Um, so Stan, um, well, there you go. Now, how about we just just jump jump right into it and uh, introduce yourself to everyone who's listening and tell us a little bit about you and what you do and as much as you want to go yeah, into details. Yeah. Go for it. Yep, sure. Uh, so hi, everyone. Whoever is listening to us though, right now, <laughs> uh, I'm 40 years old and uh, I work for the multinational company. I'm head of IT. So I'm, uh, well, whatever angle you look at me, I'm a nerd. So uh, <laughs> I've been with an IT for 20 plus years but i've been gaming my whole life i mean i believe it started for me at, at the age of five and mm. i'm gaming still my kids are gaming so uh we have a long lasting relationships with gaming and uh, uh yeah i've been growing as a professional throughout the years i hope and i've been growing as a gamer again i hope uh, I've been through all the major projects there are, like the Diablo games, the World of Warcraft, uh, all the famous uh, MMORPG that you have. Mm-hmm. I mean, you name it, I played it. And uh, <laughs> of course, when I had kids, the, the amount of time I could spend for the gaming drastically decreased. But uh, I still, whenever I have the chance, even now, um, what I do is I launch the game i love some something old or something new and uh, i enjoy it because uh, you know uh, time changes you and the age changes you of course yeah. but for me gaming is one of the you know fundamentals that i had that i have and then i will have so it helped yeah. it helps me stabilize both myself and my family because you know when you you know you, you do boil up some emotions when you speak with your family i mean whether you want it or not and uh sometimes you can you know release these emotions in not really a pleasant way and gaming helps you not only to distract yourself from the real world but also you know uh yeah 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 it's like a release 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 of sometimes it's like you know so yeah yeah yeah, it's um, like therapy right you know yeah, Sometimes yeah, you yeah, don't, yeah. In you a don't way. know how to to handle things, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna relax, or I'm gonna do something that can allow me to think about something else than real life and problems. Bang, you play video yep. games. Exactly. Yeah, and coming out to the therapy, uh, looking at the <laughs> prices at the AA games that are currently on the market. I mean, it costs exactly as the therapy costs. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a good comparison. <laughs> And actually, you know what? I never had anybody said that um, before. It's like, you know, because yeah, usually you go for therapy like an hour or two, but then it's very expensive. So, you know, sometimes you can think, 
you 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 pay whatever how much it is right now you know those games on ps5 or xbox series yeah. x actually it might be cheaper than going to see a therapist but hey um, yeah, for well, those who don't know you you're, you're you're based in russia right yeah i'm based in russia i i was born in moscow i i was living the, my whole life in moscow i mean I, i've been traveling a lot and i mean yeah. seriously a lot both for, for my own purposes personal purposes and uh, on the company's behalf and mm-hmm. uh, i believe i've been to like 24 25 countries and still counting so yeah. uh yeah and also to be honest gaming helped me be more international than i used to be and mm-hmm. i believe i have a couple of stories to share on my you know virtual experience turning into real life experience and yeah. I, I believe we'll get to it so yeah yeah we'll get to that also it's cool yeah it's, it's funny it's, it's it's also um the same thing for me because you know like i've met especially when the internet became a thing and you started like you said like playing diablo i guess diablo 2 um yeah it was a big thing for you but like um I remember playing playing on PC. I think when I was the the end of the '90s, early 2000s, when you started having internet at home, and you can have having access to those um, MMO games, and you have to, you used to meet people from all over the world. And this is where, yeah, it's the same for me. Like suddenly you become meet, you know, you start meeting these guys from the US, somebody from the UK, somebody else from Russia. Like it's it's funny how suddenly this a game can open up so many doors and so many frontiers that you wouldn't think you know so like i started getting not emails but like, yeah like mess, private messages in those games from people from all around the world it's quite funny it's, it, it becomes you know you think that you'd be stuck in your bedroom playing a game alone but suddenly you open up this world of hundreds of thousands millions of people that are just there play, doing, sharing the same passion with you but in yeah. totally different countries yeah. and that's amazing i think this and it's not usually highlighted by many um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And even though there is a lot of toxicity right now, uh-huh. uh, I still believe that uh, you know communicating in the gaming world brings a lot of positive vibes. And uh, funny thing is that plenty of people who play games they actually yeah. kind of funny in a good way. I mean, yeah. the yeah. communication itself when you find somebody online and you you befriend him, uh, you send a friend request, he replies, you join on Discord or whatever it helps you, you know, uh, bring more positive vibes into your life because, uh, you know, usually you, you meet uh, during some kind of game, you have common objectives you, you want to achieve, you want to level up. So you feel the support, even, even if the guy's yeah. not online, you know, he's there and, uh, you know, he will be online and you spend a couple of hours playing together, having fun. It's like, a, you know, grabbing a beer at the bar with, with a guy, you know, Exactly. but virtually so Eventually. for me it's it's a comfort it's a comfort zone the gaming itself mm, absolutely yeah so no, i agree i agree it's 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 like um, you know it, it's there's a lot of activities maybe that it's maybe not as social direct social aspects of it you know it's like you when you say like you meet somebody at the bar it's not it's in a physical way but like you know doing this over a computer can be it's a different way of socializing and i think maybe that's what some people don't really understand but you know, some people that are not really good with being in a crowd or being in with a, a place with a lot of people physically there with a lot of people. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of people that, that you know, kids that are online that were very shy or socially awkward. I think that's the word. Um, that have met others like them online, and that probably opened up some friendships and 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 different you know things that were coming from that. And I think that's a yeah. great way of, of spending your time and, and, and hopefully it helps people, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. And again, uh, people meet people all over the world and you're not mm-hmm. limited by the local bar. Uh, you <laughs> yeah, know exactly when you go there you meet only only locals and uh, if you go online you basically you can reach every country you want even if you, you haven't been there you can say oh i have a couple of guys i don't know in scotland or i don't mm-hmm. know in argentina or in russia i don't know you, you you never been to russia but you get attached to but... russia by playing the guys yeah yeah uh, yeah the the, uh, the the thing is there's something that's something i'm trying i want to change one day is um like I've, I've, I would like to meet up with a bunch of people I've befriended online. Um, but the thing is because now it's slightly more difficult with kids, but do you know what I mean? Like, let's say I play against somebody who is like, you know, like you in Russia or somebody lives in the U S and then eventually one day you do meet in real life. I think that's yeah. pretty awesome. You know, uh, I've seen, I've seen people on, 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 for example, on YouTube, making videos of themselves, finally meeting with, somebody they've met online and usually those stories are quite funny because they they are long-lasting relationships you know long-lasting friendships yeah i have i have a story just for you in this case <laughs> go on uh, so uh i've been playing fifa since 1994 i guess even mm. even earlier i had i had a fifa international soccer on the sega genesis yes this is when, when the whole thing started when you can run away from the referee, he's trying to show you the ni- yellow card. You just run around the pitch. Right? Yeah, 94. yeah, nineteen ninety-four. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then I switched to PC. Then uh, I switched to Pro Evolution Soccer for a couple of years, and I went back. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I bought PS3, and yeah. I bought. I think it was the FIFA 08, the first title that I had. Okay. And starting uh, starting from FIFA 09, we uh, created an international club. There was uh, finally the Pro Clubs mode introduced. Mm-hmm. And starting from 2009 and on up till I believe it was 2016 or 17, I don't even remember right now. We managed an international club together with a guy from Sweden. Oh, great! And yeah. we, yeah, we we actually we 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 made it pretty good. We at some point we were top 100 clubs uh, based on you know EA Sports website. So it's kind of nice. We we were. Uh, participating in the tournaments, you know, winning mm-hmm. some, losing some, and so on and so on. And we had kind of really nice team itself. I mean, uh, plenty of personalities from, I think it was like 10 or 11 countries. We had a couple of guys from ES who never made it because, you know, of time difference, but still tried to. And it was really, really fun. And uh, throughout this uh, club managing, we, uh, you know, I, I basically, I got a new friend from Sweden. Mm. And uh, at some point I decided, I mean, we, we've been talking for like for five, six years. Let's hook up in the real life. And this is exactly yeah. what I did. I just I just booked the tickets to, to Stockholm and I've been there. And after that, I've been there three more times. And we are now just, you know, friends. Our families know each other. So I would say we've been knowing each other for 10 years, already even more. I think it's like 14 years. Yeah. And we, you know, everything started through the FIFA. Yeah, through are. the online gaming, through the communication, through, you know, through the day, day-to-day activities. I was looking forward to play with the guys. I was looking forward to meet the guy, you know. So, again, comfort zone, positive emotions. This is, what I believe, what gaming is all about. No, I agree with you. The thing is, sometimes there's a bit of that, you know, that, that connotation with gaming. It's like it's all about trolling and it's all about, you know, kids calling the police on other kids was playing call of duty and stuff like that i'm like come on there's a lot of good stories everywhere 
you know, um, of people actually becoming real friends and becoming really close thanks to video games or going through a hard time and coming out of it because of video games. You know, it's not all because you've seen a couple examples online or on the news that, you know, somebody was doing being nasty to somebody else. You know, I do believe also, I agree with you that there's a lot of good that can come from video games. Sure. And I believe one of the biggest, uh, you know, one of the major emotions that you get is the sense of an attachment that you get by joining the team or joining the clan mm-hmm. or joining some small community that evolves around something. Yeah, yeah. You yep. belong to this party and you're looking forward to communicate with them and you feel empowered by the people that surrounds you in this case. And uh, again, I have another story. Uh, yeah. It's also related to the FIFA. And for example, when there was a huge migration from PS3 to PS4, Mm. Some people could afford that, some gamers couldn't, right? Of course. And yeah. uh, for example, we had, uh, I think at that point, we had like 20 people in the club. And one of the guys couldn't migrate to PS4 due to, you know, money limitations. He was a student, mm. he didn't have enough money. So what we did is everybody pitched in for a, a few euros. And oh. uh, we sent it to the guy, he bought PS4, he stayed with the club. And he was so <laughs> happy, awesome. he, you know. Yeah, we, it, 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 it was just, you know, Eventually, we decide. Look, let's make, you know, let's make this guy, you know, keep belong to the club, and let's make a gift for him. And then we discussed, you know, behind his back, but this was a mm-hmm. surprise. Oh. So we just pitched in, and he was so happy. And you know, That's I think this is one of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. I mean, if it's unexpected, and it's like if he wasn't asking, you know, like begging for it, you know, like, no, 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 no. That's great. No, that's 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 a great quality to have if you can. Uh, make somebody else's dream well dream i don't know if it's a dream but actually she can make sure that he can keep you know stay yeah let's be honest and, and, and be on there it's really cool that's really cool let's be honest whenever new console comes out it's always a dream for everyone not not it for everyone but for the majority of the people right exactly for, especially when it comes to ps5 which is still short <laughs> and out of stock the the, the, the ps5 side because you, you mentioned before we started recording that you you also um you own a PS5, a bit like mine, it's gathering dust right now because there's not that many games, but that's not the point. Um, that how was your story with getting a PS5? Because mine was fairly straight, like very straightforward. Mine was like, I went online one day, I ordered mine, and it got delivered on the date of release. Um, so all the drama I was seeing online, I was like, huh, people are very unlucky. <laughs> like, mine was like. The, the least the most boring story about ordering a playstation i've seen other people going i had mine in my in my basket or in my cart or whatever you want to call it and it just disappeared mm-hmm. i was like man <laughs> so was it was ordering yours the same story or was he as uneventful as mine yeah i think my story can beat your story to the uh, when it comes to the boredom because i just preordered <laughs> the playstation i got same, a notification yeah. that it has arrived to the warehouse and i can just take it and i took it and i you know i put it on my desk and you know i started to enjoy i mean there were like literally a few games around available yeah, i bought a couple course. just to test the capabilities of ps5 i didn't like the games one of them was uh the godfall and uh, yeah i didn't yeah. really like it i mean it was really nice and i thought okay uh whenever whenever it comes to the playstation the launch app is usually nah, in terms of titles it's, i mean a couple yeah, of good games always- it always and is. i was like it's... yeah i was like i don't know uh, am i happy with that or not but then i got a sec boy and mm. suddenly the ps5 uh we we played through the game with my daughter and i was blown away by the quality of the game by the 
PS5 itself, but PS5 experience itself. So I was really, really impressed. It was like, a, it, to me, it was like Christmas. Like you opened the present, you know, when the guy came to deliver, I was like, oh my God, this is the best <laughs> thing ever. Um, but yeah, uh, before we go back into um, today's gaming, um, let, I just want to go back quickly into um, how you got into gaming, you know, because we talk, we talk about who you are. And, uh, I always like asking that question, not, you know, to, to the people we interview is, how did you get yeah, into yeah, video sure. games? Like, what, what was your first console? What was the first game you 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 remember playing? This sort of thing. So, if you want if you want to go back into your memory and see if you, if you can remember where you where you started. Yeah, uh, I believe it started when I was. I might be mistaken, but I think it was five, hmm. and it was even before the consoles hit the Russian market. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Spectrum ZX. Should yep. sound familiar to you. Of so this is basically one of the first windows into the gaming that I got. And mm-hmm. I didn't have it myself. My neighbor, uh, who lived in the same house, had it. So at some point, I become the most frequent guest uh, Most frequent <laughs> guest uh, he has in the history yeah. of his relations with anyone. And yeah. uh, we've been playing together. And, you know, the, the game, in order to load the game, you need to, you know, put the cassette into yes. the recorder. You, 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 the, you launch the cassette it. tape, and then you have to put yeah. the launch, the, all the codes and everything. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you wait for it to load. Maybe it will yeah. load, maybe it won't. And then you'll launch the game, and you're like, wow. Best I mean, I'm looking at the screenshots seen. of the games right now. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a disaster. But at that point, it was magic to me. You know, uh, you know, then there was before, case. Before, yeah, before sure. you continue, the, the, the funny thing is that this is why I'm laughing nowadays with like when I see people complaining about loading time. And it's like, <laughs> wow, you had to wait yeah. an entire 45 seconds for your screen to for your game to start. I'm like, you don't understand yeah. growing up. Like and I'm the same than you. I think I can't remember what, what the my first console, actual console were the NES, Nintendo Entertainment System. But yep, before that, here. I had I had like you had the spectrum. And I was like, you guys don't understand. Like I used to get enter the, all the commands <laughs> like line by line, and then it would take 25 minutes to load a game that yeah, looked yeah, like yeah. that looks like bricks moving around. Um, and then sometimes it would just not start, and you had to start all over again. And like you can wait 45 seconds, you'll be okay. <laughs> you know, you can, yeah, yeah. Scroll Twitter like, uh, Twitter feed and then you'll be good. Exactly. At that point, to- yeah. 20 25 minutes, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you could cook lunch and eat lunch until uh, yeah, while exactly. it's loading, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, then uh, from Spectrum, I switched to as you said, uh, Nintendo Entertainment System, and uh, mm-hmm. I had a bunch of games. And Do you remember uh, what, was, but, what your first game was on that? I think it was Contra, I might be mistaken, but I think oh, my first nice. game was Contra, and yeah. uh, then uh, there was the Oh, now I'm trying to remember stuff I didn't sure, think sure, about yeah, for like Mario, 15 to 20 minutes. Game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mario was all <laughs> everywhere. Then there was uh, Ice Climber. <laughs> yeah. Um, ah, the Double Dragon. Oh, double Dragon, yeah. Double oh, dragon. yeah. Uh, that too, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, the boy. Yeah. It's funny because it, it, and it's probably the same with you, but like when you when you remember those games in your memory, it's like, oh my God, this was great, great graphics and everything. But then when you look at them on youtube or like oh if you have them again like i do i do on uh, an nes and you plug them in and you look at it you're like oh god <laughs> the graphics are not <laughs> <laughs> it's so old now um oh and the duck hunt oh yeah well, yeah I think yes 
this is that, that was the reason people will come to your house and say oh can i try can i try i mean people I just <laughs> how do you shoot at the tv and it reacts what what's going on what kind of dark magic is it <laughs> yeah so it's really fun magical yeah and i remember yeah. i had duck, duck hunt as well I, I remember the first couple of times i played i was like oh my god what's happening to my tv like how, how why why am i not breaking it but now it's just technology <laughs> <laughs> yeah but to be um, honest uh, I believe that uh, uh, the most the, the games that affect me the most during the NES area, um, I think it was the Ducktales. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it has so so you know blessing soundtrack and the the yes. gameplay itself, and uh, then there was a remaster. Um, I, ju- I just bought the, the other game day, was... literally bought sure. the other day the the remastered on on my PlayStation just to for fun. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna get it. It's like a rem- Ducktail remaster on PS3, I think. Yep. Uh, and uh, no, the... I think it was PS4. Oh, PS4, but, but it, I think there's there's the afternoon collection, which is the actual games that were on the Nintendo. Um, hmm. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. I remember uh, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so what, what did you what did you move on from like after the NES? What did you get? Uh, my my uh, parents presented me the Sega Genesis and I this know. is I think was this was the period when I became a true gamer because it was an absolutely different experience with the Mortal Kombat available and the Sonic uh, franchise and uh, you know I was blown away by the quality of the of yes. the not even the graphics you know but the atmosphere that it gave you because you know stepping up from NES to Sega Genesis was like mm-hmm. A major quantum leap from from you know for in terms of experience and yeah. uh, i also think that it shaped myself as a person as well because mm-hmm. one of the best memories i have from my childhood is me playing the sega genesis in my parents room on the big screen during the august when you know <laughs> when there is no one around you know the absolute freedom that you get when you're playing i mean uh, when you when when you when you're a kid you, you don't really have enough you don't have much uh, obligations you know uh-huh. to the world yeah. you just exist and you you are being fed you're being you know dressed it's all about you yourself. just have all all the time in the world right but, and you, i was you know, spending so all this time in gaming you, you know what yeah. i was laughing it's because literally your it sounds like your gaming um upbringings and your gaming experience is v- literally the same than mine literally the same than mine because <laughs> you say you're 40 right yeah. Uh, so I just turned forty, also, and uh, so we, we we grew up at the same, literally the same period of time. And my first console was, was like you, the Nintendo Entertainment System. Um, mm-hmm. And then I moved on to that, from that to the to the Genesis, well, what you call the Genesis, but I think for us in in Western Europe, it was the Mega Drive. Um, yeah. Yeah. And literally, this is when I because I I like playing the the NES, but like when I became a true gamer was on the Mega with the Mega Drive. Um, and it literally everything you just said it was literally my experience and how I felt with it like summertime you know when you're away from school mm-hmm. I would spend my, my month of, like again same to me the, 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 one of my favorite memory of growing up was my parents were very nice enough to buy me not even a TV but a monitor a PC monitor from like it was like 93 or 92 something like that 1993 1992 I can't remember when it was Mm-hmm. 1994 something around that that time and they, they were nice enough to buy that for me and leave it in my bedroom so i had the mega drive hooked up to my tv in my bedroom 
and I would spend the entire month of August and maybe July also playing video games, like playing FIFA 94, like you say, playing Sonic 1, 2, and 3, um, Streets of Rage, uh, all the Streets of Rage. Oh. Yeah. So I, I, and yeah, I, yeah. Like, even to this day now, when I play Streets of Rage on my Mega Drive Mini or, or just on the actual console, like I still, it takes me back to that time. And it's crazy. Like it takes me back to this hot summer in August with all the windows open and the hot air coming in and me drinking, you know, ice water because it's boiling hot. <laughs> so yeah, it's, funny, it's funny. So we, we basically have the same, same upbringing almost. <laughs> That just proves the point that uh, most of the gamers are just alike. Exactly. I mean, um, you, you uh, well, I was explaining myself and I was trying to remember and the only mm. good things came up to my mind and the same goes with you. And same, this same. is my main point that, you know, the, again, there is plenty of toxicity in the online gaming, but I think the positive emotions and the positive experience that you get is much more, you know, much more viable, much yeah. more, you know, I you know. I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, so on Mega Drive, what, what else were you playing on there? Well, Mortal Kombat, of course. Oh, and uh, yeah, no, no, Mega Drive is, is also gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you say potato, I say potato. Still, yeah, same stuff. Uh, I believe Mortal Kombat Three was the ultimate MK Three for me. Was it took the majority of my life with uh, Sega Mega Drive. Yeah. Uh, there was the there was tournament. There were tournaments. You know people were just playing I mean, everyone was playing that and uh, mm. it, it, it wasn't a question of whether you were playing it or not it was a question of how good are you i mean at least for us uh, in moscow this yeah. game was was a blast and everybody was playing school mortal kombat 3 i, I remember and when, I had that, when that was out yeah i remember that when that was out that was like everybody was playing mortal kombat and there was always the thing like oh street fighter mortal kombat but then at one point mortal kombat was literally the the hot game yeah. that everybody had and was playing yeah um, yeah what, exactly. what what else were you playing at that time also anything else well streets of rage of course i mean yeah you, you cannot uh, have uh, sega and do not play streets of rage series uh then there was sonic free yeah absolutely gorgeous game yeah and still and and still it aged quite well i mean they, uh, they all do the, the 16 bits yeah. game, I still think they, yeah. they hold up pretty well to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? Gold Max. Yes. Unavoidable. Yes. Uh, yep. Gunstar Heroes. Yep. Um, There's too many. There's and too many. <laughs> funny, no, no, no. Just funny thing is that, you know, I have a sister. Uh, she's uh, mm. seven years younger than me. And I believe my first uh, co-op experience was on uh, Sega Genesis. Well, Mega Drive. Uh, you know, you know there is a game Tojim and Earl in Panic on Funk. Yes, yeah, yeah. We've been playing together with my sister, and we completed the game. It's really huge. I mean, you have the passwords yes. to you know pro progress through the levels, and we we, we managed to complete the game. And I was so impressed by the capability of playing with someone, just sharing the screen, uh, mm -hmm. two joysticks, two game pass that you have, and you just playing for the game. And yeah. we bonded with my sister, and we still play up to date. Really? You know, she's traveling. Yeah, she's traveling a lot, but we stay in touch, and we play plenty of stuff together. I mean, she mm -hmm. she she saw me growing up with the Counter Strike, which we will get to a bit uh, later. And she is now one of the best Call of Duty players that I know. 
She's all okay. constantly called cheater because she has an enormous score. And I'm really proud because, you know, I was the one to, to open this uh, door for her. <laughs> so, That's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah, and it all started on the second Genesis or Mega Drive. Which are. Nice. Um, so moving on from that, what, what else did you, did you, did you jump into? Because my, my jump was I went from Mega Drive somehow to PC and then PlayStation 1, which is a weird evolution. But um, what, mm-hmm. what was your next, what was your next um, console of choice after that? Yeah, funny thing is that I also, you know, split my gaming experience in two. First one is uh, finally a decent PC is uh, you were capable of buying one and yeah. playing the games on it because previously you can buy a PC, but when it came to gaming, it was kind of bogus experience. But suddenly yeah. with Pentium, uh, Pentium processor, you know, on the horizon, the games uh, got more complicated. There's graphics suddenly on the table and yeah. you get some decent games. The first Diablo the crusader yes. the syndicate all that stuff and uh, i just got hooked on the pc immediately but mm-hmm. uh, since i was a console boy at the beginning i bought yeah. myself playstation one and uh, suddenly i was torn apart because you know you have that amount of time and you want to play everything you have yeah and you have to choose between the console or the pc and uh, it was a kind of tough time for me <laughs> because <laughs> you know Suddenly, you have to track two streams, two flows of the games. You know, you have yeah. to balance your time between the games. And this is, I think, when I grew up as a gamer. Because not only I played whatever I wanted to play, but I also have to balance my stuff as a gamer. Yeah. And you have to choose and so on and so on. So, you know, adult choices, you might say. Adult choices, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's, again, similar experience where you, you, you I discovered PC. I can't remember one of my best friends was like that, was into PC gaming. And he, and then he sort of explained to me how, well, you can upgrade stuff on your PC. You know, that was a completely weird, um, um, that was a subject, but a weird concept for me that you could like, oh, your PC, you can open up the box and take one part out and take a better part in. And I was like, huh? That's not that's not how you think something you can do on your Mega Drive or you know, um, you have yeah, one Mega yeah. Drive and that's it. Um, yeah. Well, so I said that, you know, the Mega Drive had the um, Mega CD and CD, or the 32X and stuff like that. But that was, that's something different again. Um, yeah, the, the, yeah they, the world of PCs is sure. so, so, so different. Yep, go on. No, what I'm saying is that uh, eventually I switched from consoles to PC mostly because of the upgrade system that is, you know, available to you. I mean, you just change your graphic cards and suddenly you get much better graphics. It doesn't work yeah. the way with the consoles. You get what you get as a box, you know, the hardware, and then you can just buy another game. You cannot yeah. enhance your experience with the console. I mean, some some gadgets, like, I don't know, uh, the guns, lightning guns, you know, some some uh, fancy game pads, but that's basically it. But when it comes to yeah. PC gaming, you not only, you know, manage to, you know, fine-tune it when, the way you want it, but you also get a better experience when you do. I mean, yeah. upgrade your memory, there you go. Upgrade your hard drive, switch it from hard drive to SSD, there you go, much better experience. Exactly. Finally getting your hands on 3090, which is not possible right now, but let's just imagine it's possible, yeah. Mm-hmm. You get a better experience, 4K monitors and all that stuff. So for me, PC was a richer experience, but uh, I still kept the consoles for the exclusives. True, because, yeah, exclusives, yeah. yeah. Well, especially with Sony as well, like, there's a lot of... Uh... 
I know we're jumping ahead, but like we, we you know, this the, the those those exclusive on Sony exclusives on Sony, for example, are so so good. Um, it's almost a pity not to miss them. Um, yeah. The the yeah, yeah it's and it's funny because it depends what type type of person you are and what how much also how much money you're willing to spend also right between the PC and consoles. It's like if you want an experience where where you just put a disc or you put a cartridge into your console, you take your controller, that's it. You can play it directly. And I know with PC, I've spent a lot of time, um, you know, installing a game and then suddenly you launch it and it says, well, it doesn't work because you don't have the right. Um, graphics <laughs> you don't have the, and I, I was like, yeah, that's, that's the one thing, the one thing that made me go back to, to PC, um, PC, to console gaming over PC gaming is the that exact problem. Cause I'm like, uh, you know, like she was talking about emotions, you're talking about the experience that it brings you playing video games, and it's exactly that. I'm like, I want just to turn on the machine, put a CD, a DVD, a Blu-ray, whatever it is, or a game that's already installed on the hard drive, press A or X, and then boom, it launches, and I can just play. That's it. I want to forget about the rest. And that was the thing with with PC gaming. I'm like, there's always there was always the one thing like suddenly it crashes because it doesn't like. Um, you know, you don't have enough memory, or you know, you've run into some trouble. It's like this. This is the one thing that that, that got me out of PC gaming is this this shit that just just the possibility of something crashing or something going wrong. In my experience, was always yeah, that's true. That's true. But on the other hand, uh, it gave you uh, a sense of the control of uh, what's happening because uh, when you turn on the game on your console, you don't have any options aside from the brightness and uh, volume <laughs> level. Yeah. But uh, when you turn a PC on, uh, you launch the game, you have like, I don't know, 15 to 30 options that you yeah. can change. And then you change one option in the graphic settings and suddenly your game feels much, much smoother, getting you like, I don't know, 15 to 20 FPS boost. And you yeah. think like, ha, ha, I have cheated the system. Now you work the <laughs> way I want it, not the way you are programmed by the designer. Yeah, yeah. So it, 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 I don't know, fine tuning, it, it's, it's like a constructor. So aside exactly. from the gaming experience, you get an ability to control the environment that you want for your gaming. And it depends, for me, it was uh... kind of interesting. Yeah, it depend, depends how, how much how inquisitive you are. It depends how much you're um, okay with playing around with the system. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, I like, know what you mean. Like, it, I think to me, it's more a question of um, how lazy I, I come I become when it, when it goes to video games, right? When it's related to video games. Like, I just want something that works right away. But I understand mm-hmm. also I understand also the, the 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 appeal to playing PC gaming because it's like you know what I can change everything I can change the way the game looks the game feels the game runs and that's a great thing too but yeah. it depends how much time yeah. you want to give it to yeah. but also there is one aspect that we should mention and I don't really want to start a holy war but uh, in general in general again mm-hmm. uh, the graphics on PC is better on than on any other console oh, yeah, I mean, sure, sure, it, sure. It, yeah, and for me, uh, uh, the visual experience that I get from the PC gaming yeah. is a bit richer than you get from the from the consoles. I mean, aside from the exclusives, that is right. But if you take a game, the same game on the console and on the PC, if it's not if it has not been ported from the console to the PC, then uh, absolutely different experience. But again, we are jumping ahead of times, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say so just briefly because I think we we we're going on. Um, 
like what's what's the after you went from playstation like what what, what did you get after that did you go did you get any more consoles uh, or did you calm down yeah, yeah. for a while <laughs> no 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 i've been you know growing and consoles has been you know being released to the market and i was mm -hmm. you know always buying basically most of them uh so from from playstation one i went to you know to the pc gaming then yeah. i bought myself an xbox yes and to be honest i bought uh, the one with a chip because i didn't have that much money for the games so i bought the cheap <laughs> yeah. one yeah, yeah I'm, i'm sure if uh, we allowed to, to say about yeah, that but yeah, i think yeah, i'm yeah, in russia fine. it's okay it's <laughs> fine it's, it's, it's 20 years ago it's okay <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. so uh, i've been paying for the games much much less they were still on the cds but they would cost like i don't know five to seven bucks each yeah and uh, i've been playing for like i think three to five months with an xbox but then i just realized that whatever good well almost every good game that uh, there was on the Xbox was still launched on the PC. So I thought like, yeah. why bother? And I saw it. <laughs> I bought myself PlayStation 2 and that was a mistake why? because uh, the graphics level at that point was much, much less uh, than uh, on the PC. And of I course, bought yeah. it again for the exclusives, but I couldn't manage myself to play these pixelized environments. And I was like, okay so i spent a couple of months with playstation 2 i sold it and went back to the pc gaming then it was ps3 with much much better experience and much yes. better not, not much better I, i shouldn't say that because there are plenty of people who love their playstation 2 but <laughs> um, with great exclusives uh, for the yeah. playstation 3 and um, then it was ps4 ps5 now i had psp i had ps vita uh I was about to buy a Switch, but instead I bought myself One X Player, which is just released, basically ah. a PC in disguise. Yeah. 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 So, I think I had around 10 consoles, and I was always trying to, you know, upgrade my experience. Like I was traveling a lot, and uh, I bought myself a PSP. And yeah. now you can have just a power bank, and it doesn't matter how long the flight takes, right? Exactly. But previously, it was like your PSP, and that's it. So either you buy an additional battery. Or you come up with some kind of ideas, and uh, during one uh, one of my trips to United States, I bought myself an extended uh, battery for the PSP, and I was so happy to bring it back home. <laughs> <laughs> so I love the gadgets. Again, I'm an IT guy, and whatever yeah. new comes to the market, I evaluate the quality of it, and either I buy it or not. Uh, I've been really happy with uh, my Nintendo V for a couple of years, even though it was yeah. way, 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 way behind on the graphics and the, you know, the um, quality of the games. But the experience was really, really fun, and we were playing yeah. with my family, you know, bowling, tennis, all that stuff. So, I will buy I'm any console that is available as long as as it's fun. I'm surprised you That's haven't bought, you haven't bought a Switch then, because I, I bought a Switch and it's it's actually a lot of fun. You know why I didn't? No. Um, I really love my PS Vita. I still have one. Sure, sure. Yeah, me too. I've got, I've got one. It's awesome. But and then I, 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 I was about to buy Switch. Mm -hmm. I took it. And the, the build quality, it was, ah. you know, squeaky. The, the screen itself was kind of dim. And I was like, hmm, do I want to play games this way? I don't know. And okay, suddenly can, I passed Switch. You can wait for the new switch with the one with the OLED screen. That might that might help you with the brightness and 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 the quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to buy it for my door. Yes, yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> to avoid well, some actually, comments. 
that's that's a great that's a great uh, great segue into into the next part, which is uh, talking about your kids and how they got into into gaming. Sure. Um, so I, I, funny enough, so I've got, I'm I've, I'm like you. I've got two kids. I've got one one daughter who is about to be twelve, and my son who is four and a half is about to be five. Um, cool. So my my daughter is like spending now not every evening but like now it's a school holidays but she's playing a lot of minecraft on the playstation 5 so the playstation 5 now got that went to my daughter apparently she adopted mm -hmm. it um but my son um plays a lot of on switch you know and he's playing the the easy games you know like lego jurassic park and lego star wars and you know all these lego games i don't know if you've ever tried those with your kids yeah yeah of course yeah mm. yeah sure they're super simple they're super easy but they're a good way to introduce your kids into into video games, right? Into, because the, the children don't really understand at the start like the, how the controller works, how if mm -hmm. I press one button, how that works. But they, they pick it up really quickly, but it takes, to me, I found that they, they take a little bit of time to go, okay, this is what I do, this is how this works. Um, how, you know, and I think that's what the question is, like how, how do you, how did you introduce your kids to video games? Like, you know, is, is there one, one thing you did or were, were they just, were they, did you put video games onto them? You know, did you push it? Or were they naturally uh, attracted to it? I didn't push it because, you know, there is always a wife that says, okay, it's too soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I did it, let's just say, I did it organically. I mean, uh, I had a really good experience again playing with my sister and I was playing the game she was watching. She was advising me to do stuff. Then she was trying it herself. So I applied the same approach to my kids. I mean, I yeah. specifically played the, the games that they they were, you know, really fun to look at, like, I don't know, Raymond Origins, for example, they were really yeah. nice. For them, it was like a cartoon. And uh, they got hooked up. But the funny thing is that my daughter plays much more video games than my son, which yeah. was kind of a surprise for me. I mean, he's, he's also trying to get himself into a game with my help, but uh, he's focusing on, on, on the racing stuff, like Forza Horizon 4, oh, or yeah. the Need for Speed. Yeah. But my daughter, again, I'm pretty happy with that mm -hmm. uh she plays whatever i offer her to play and oh, uh good. eventually yeah initially we have started with something simple and mm -hmm. uh, i thought you know we it was ps4 when we started to, uh, to play together and yeah. i thought okay there, there will be an issue with the with the gamepad because you know the hands are tiny the gamepad is exactly. quite big yeah yeah and i found a couple of uh, uh small gamepads for the ps4 but eventually my daughter said, no, I don't need this. And she found a way to, to manage the gamepad, you know, the two sticks. She takes the gamepad in one hand and she yeah. works with the second stick with her palm. Not uh, with her <laughs> yeah. finger, but with her palm. Okay. And uh, it helps her. And eventually she, you know, proud to say that she, at, at some games she is better than me. I mean, yeah, this this is this is this is the thing now. When you when you're usually you know like you always go okay, yeah, I beat I beat them easily. But then they, suddenly, but they become very good very quickly. And uh, yeah, there's a couple of games my daughter daughters play, and she's now become better than I am. And uh, it's not a good uh, it's not a good feeling, you know, <laughs> when that happens. Like I should be dominating you, but no, no, you're yeah, better than yeah. your dad, you know. Yeah, that's, that's but nice. again, well, yep, come. Sure. My approach is to 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 take it easy. I mean, I yeah. don't force it. I mean, if it's interesting for them, we play it. If it's not, then then it's not. Because I have a couple of examples that I think, oh, I need to buy this game because it will be really really fun for them. I buy the game. They're like, okay, what's next? 
I was like, okay, we do it the other way. Let's <laughs> see what the, what they're interested in, and then we we'll buy the game. Yeah. And uh, this helped me a lot. I mean, do you want to play it? No. Okay. Do you want to play it together? Yeah. Let's do that. So you don't push them. I mean, uh, the modern kids they're really really fast in terms of adapting themselves to to yeah. environment. And when it comes to gadgets, they just they are geniuses. I mean, all these iPads and tablets. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So gaming is a part of the life, an avoidable part of the life. And uh, I believe uh, our task as parents is to to provide them with a safe environment, to exactly. make sure that they gave that they get only positive experience from the gaming, and skip all this toxicity and some some so what, potential what's, dangers. What's, what's your daughter playing right now? Was she? What's her main goal game at the moment? Uh, she had a birthday 10 days ago and uh, one of the presents that i bought her is uh, minecraft dungeons and uh, hey. we, we've been playing these ever since i is that, is thought that, good? that it's time yeah you know it's an rpg for the kids yeah, yeah, yeah. basically okay it's yeah, not as I, scary it's kind no, of simple I, i've seen it everywhere and right now it's very very cheap to buy uh, and i was like because like i mentioned before my daughter plays minecraft i was like should i get that maybe that could be a good introduction to rpg because but the the, the reason the reason why I like Minecraft is for her to be creative in a way you know that you have to build like she loves uh-huh. being in that in the mode where you actually just build stuff and you you know she plays online with her friend and they just um, build entire villages together and then they have this little story that happens you know they 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 are in the uh-huh. real world um, but I was like oh maybe maybe dungeon could be a cool, a cool nice idea to introduce you know like RPG games because she's not really there yet. yeah yeah. Yeah, it's a really good choice. I mean, it, it's simplified. I mean, if you play Diablo 3, of course, you'll say, okay, yeah. <laughs> that's too simple. But uh, for the for the kid who never played the RPGs and who doesn't understand the concept of looting and leveling up and all that stuff, it's really, really nice. And uh, uh, the again, the environment itself is safe because uh, some games, uh, they have like bosses and all that can be scary mm-hmm. for the kids. But yeah. uh, with Minecraft Dungeons, again, so far we, you know, we're uh, quite comfortable playing. I'm and uh, yeah, yeah, you should. Uh, we, I mean, my my daughter is six now, and we already have finished six games with her. Yeah. Oh, wow, so that's, that's very good. Yeah. That, yeah. That's actually that's actually a good achievement. I mean, I, I'm I'm trying. The thing is, yeah, my my daughter is pretty much stuck on. Minecraft, <laughs> like every time she touches the, <laughs> well, she does, she does, she does play with my son. Sometimes they, they play like the easy games, again the Lego yeah. games together, and they're trying to. Oh, what was the one on the PS5 that he comes stuck in for? It's Astro, Astro Room. Uh, no, the, the Sackboy. No, no, no. We we played for the Sackboy, which was yeah. really really nice. We played for the Rayman Legends again on PS5 yeah. already, and I believe well, Rayman Legends is one of the best games that you could uh, try playing Actually, with your kid. Too. Nice yeah, yeah, it's it, it's forgiven. Yeah, it's it's colorful. It's forgiven in terms of the gameplay because mm-hmm. you know your kid can just float around you if it's not happening. Yeah, and uh, we played through the little bit plan free on PS4 before yeah. that. Yeah, so uh, again, you can see that your kid uh, likes the game or not immediately. Nice. Uh, if uh, he or she hooked up, he's like, "Oh, can I can I try? Can we go this do that?" So. Emotions are flowing, uh, mm-hmm. but if you launch the game and it's like, uh, Dad, can I have some snack or can I have yeah, something to what drink else? or what else can, can, can we do anything else? else? Yeah. yeah, yeah, so you can just uh, turn the game off and forget about it. Um, 
so the, the, obviously we, we we talk about you and the, how you pass your your passion to your kids like i've got to ask before but like how how was it when you grew up but like you know we i did mention with the, the relationship between you and your twin kids you sort of introduced them to it or do you you've 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 the games have been around your house already so they, they were sort of born into this right like my kids um mm-hmm. how was it when you grew up though because obviously there's a different era like gaming wasn't a massive thing especially in europe it wasn't maybe as big in the 80s and 90s as it was in the us maybe and in japan like how, how do you remember how you, when you were playing games at home like was it something that maybe your parents were looking at you like oh Oh, no, yeah. spending too much time in front of tea. Like, well, how was that for you then, growing up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what happened. I mean, the most frequently asked question was like, why do you spend time on this? I mean, yeah. why do you sit in your room when there's a summer outside or friends around or whatever? Why are you looking at this screen? I mean, I do understand this is fun, but this is there is a real world around you. Go sure. explore yeah. it. And... Uh, we, we didn't have conflicts with my parents on that. Eventually, when it was like 10 p.m., uh, now you have all this save system, yeah, when you can easily yeah. save your game, turn it off and go do your stuff and go back. But when it comes to setting a drive, it's, yeah. it doesn't work like that, right? You just have to go <laughs> yeah. for the game in one sitting. And uh, uh, once there was a situation when I was beaten, I think it was Ira the Acrobat. There is a game similar yeah. to Sonic. Yeah. I spent like six or seven hours throughout the day to to reach to the final level. And then it's suddenly 10 p.m. And my dad went, uh, enters the room and says, like, look, it's 10 p.m. You have to go to sleep. And he just shuts down the second man. You're like, no. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was like, no, what have you done? He's like, time to go to sleep. <laughs> and that was it. Damn it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, no. And, um, they were not against that they didn't mm. play the games with me and yeah luckily i had a sister so you know i need a sidekick and she was there all the time but when it came to parents they thought it was just a waste of time a colorful yeah. you know cartoonish waste of time <laughs> and uh, yeah i didn't think i don't think i i game uh, played more you know just to prove my point that it's also you know develops me as a personality but Mm. I decided that my kids will grow in a different environment and this is exactly what is happening I understand that gaming is inevitable whether you want it or not, gaming will be here for as long as we will live on this planet I believe and the more kids are entering this gaming uh, at a really, really, really really, really young age like two two years, three years, even one year yeah they, they get the tablet, they get the iPad, some simple games of math or dragging some objects here and there. So the gaming is there. And I thought then rather than to fight it, I have to help my kids, you know, grow in a safe gaming environment. And this exactly. is exactly what I'm doing. It's, it's again, it's, compared it's, to, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's compared to what, the thing is, um, and, and it took me a while to realize this, that um, it's true for our parents' generation, right? That they didn't have an understanding of it. Or for them, it may have been looking stupid because it's something new. It's something mm-hmm. that they don't quite understand. Like for us, it's, it's a very different approach and it's a very different um, understanding of it. Um, that is like, look, it's going to be around us. doesn't matter what you do. It's going to be there. So 
I think it's nice to start early on getting them to understand what it means to be gaming and what it means to be gaming online, especially. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you have to take measures to be safe and to understand why people are doing and saying those weird things, you know, that may be insults or whatever. Um, so yeah, at, le at least what, what our generation does is preparing our kids for that. We were growing up, like obviously there was an online gaming as a 10 year old, right, for us. That wasn't a thing. Um, but still, it was a different world. There was a lot of games that were maybe violent. If you look back at those games that we're playing, like like you say, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> oh yeah. That, like if if you give if if now you you tell me like oh look your your daughter who is twelve is gonna play Mortal Kombat and I'll be like mm, maybe not. <laughs> maybe yeah, not. maybe not. <laughs> but at my age, when I was twelve, yeah, I had Mortal Kombat one or two. I can't remember which one it was. Um, I was like, yeah, cool, <laughs> you know. I mm -hmm. And I remember, I remember, I was like, I don't know if I should be playing this, you know. I don't know if <laughs> me ripping the head of my opponent is a good thing, or yeah, at least not to show it to the parents, right? Because <laughs> exactly, keep it quiet. This should be a no-go. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think um, for for our parents, mm. the gaming was not that big part of life, right? And um, of course, yeah. uh, for example, if you're you want to make your kid proud yeah. that days right you you go to i don't know the football pitch or, or hockey or, or or whatever else yeah, and, well you can see that your dad kicks ass in some kind mm -hmm. of sports <laughs> yeah now you can do the same in gaming i mean uh, i had a couple of experience when there was like kids around and uh, they're trying to beat some kind of level or something and i just take the game and go through it and my my door is like this is my dad no no look like what was he can do so it 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 all you know it helps you bond with your kids and you you leading them by example because if you ever played the uh, co-op game with your kid you have to have a lot of patience and i mean like a lot of patience of course and there are, this also helps you become a better person as well yeah mm -hmm. of course you will lash out at some point because it's not possible to answer fifty thousand questions per minute and you know try to play through the game and also exactly. try to say to your wife that okay, I will, I will, you know, throw away the garbage. Like, give me fifteen minutes, just a sec, <laughs> and then you answer the questions and still playing the game. At some point, you just, you know, like a a, a kettle full of uh, steam, you just boil. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you grow with your kid, and you can see the kid is growing. I mean, he he or she is getting better and better with the skills with the game, and you understand that this is you, yeah, yeah. Uh, in these skills as well. So. I, th I see plenty of the benefits in gaming and uh, I, I really think that if should my dad uh, play the games with me when I was young mm. we've bonded more I mean we do have a really strong bond now but it could be yeah. even better should he play games so I agree. kind of I miss agree. opportunity yeah uh, but I think we're the same I think but it's funny because my, my, my mom was the one buying me like either the console or the games um, and I remember like, yeah, what, what was it? It's, yeah, well, I would have my dad coming into my room and be like, why, why are you playing? You know, instead of, uh, and it's funny because like yeah. a couple of his, his friends that were the same age than him, like they would come, you know, over, uh, over the weekend for lunch or whatever. And I'd be in my bedroom playing and then the, the friend would come up and look at me and like, Hey, that's a cool game. What are you playing? Like, how's that? Huh? So you see, it's not, 
<laughs> I'm not lame, you know. Just uh, I wish my you know, somebody for my family. Like, uh, unfortunately, I didn't have the same than you. Like my, I have one brother who's um, older than me, uh, but he never really showed interest in gaming. So I was all those gaming sessions were by myself, you know. <laughs> There's no, nobody to uh, to go up and finish those games with. But that's okay. That's okay. I've I've I found other ways to to do the game. Um, where are we? Yeah, we're about about an hour in. Um, unfortunately, I could I could still talk to you for another two or three hours, but we're trying to keep those episodes um, under an hour. Yeah, sure. Um, sure. We yeah, have all those nostalgic points to discuss, but uh, maybe <laughs> yeah. next time we, we, we can do we can do next an next part. You know, we can we can carry on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, on another episode. Um, just just to finish this off, though, um, you've 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 pretty much had the same console that I did. What what was your what's your top three favorite consoles? Like go go from the third all the way to the the, the first one. What's your number three? Um, that's a tricky question. I mean, it's uh, really tough choice, but I'll go with PSP because it brought me the first mobile experience with Sony games. Yes, yes it was like the, the experience that you cannot forget. I mean, yeah. PS Vita was way, way better, but it was my you know second mobile console. But the first one was PSP, I and I was really happy with that. I think the PSP is the first time you you. I remember getting it also, and I was like, the first time I, I played that was what. You can play those games in your hands. Like I don't have to be. Uh, that yeah. was mind blowing to me. Yeah, I understand why yeah. you've got it in the top three. That's that makes sense. Yep. Um, Second top, one is definitely yeah. Sega Mega Drive. Absolutely okay. gorgeous console. At that point, uh, there was like a competition between SNES and uh, Sega Mega Drive, and I was there in the Sega Mega Drive uh, on the on the on the Sega side, and I was kind of proud because plenty of people in my uh how, how it called block of flats the house let's say yeah, yeah. uh yeah they, they had the the snes uh yeah. consoles but i had the segment drive and i was really proud of that fact i can so, understand so many experience <laughs> so many memories attached to that so middle number two and the mm-hmm. first one it's really tough choice because i do love my ps5 uh, yeah. This is the first console that bring me brings me the aesthetic pleasure of just looking at it. It's really Same. good looking. It's really nice. Yeah. It's really fancy, I would say. But I believe I will go with PS4 because yeah. for like 10 years of, of, of the life cycle of that uh, uh, console yeah. and so many good games on that and definitely the FIFA, which was uh, on, on PS4. So <laughs> I'll go with that. But it's yes. not just between PS4 and PS5, yeah. Okay, well, no, that's funny. I think the PS4 is it's um, it's it's funny. There's not that many people that that, that say it, but to me, it's it's one of the greatest consoles. Like the amount of games that were really good on it, that are amazing and exclusive to it. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I think I think because it, it, the PS5 just came out as well, so people have not, are not looking back yet on the PS4, saying, "Oh, this is an old console." Now there's still plenty of people that own it and play it on a daily basis, but. The amount of games on that console is just absolutely crazy, and the amount yeah, of good games—not yeah. not only good games, great games—it's very yeah. hard for me to do a top ten of the best games of on PS4. It's very very hard to me because you'll spend another another hour on it. Oh yeah, that's that's, that's another episode <laughs> in itself. Like, like and actually, I, I've got a plan of do, in doing that, like a, a top top ten of top fifteen um, PS4 games because it's just. It's just too good. It's just too good, and there's a lot to discuss, and there's a lot of different angles. But bloody hell, that console yeah. is really good. Um, good luck with that. I think. <laughs> um, let's let's finish off on this um, mm-hmm. top three games. 
that's a hard one also. Uh, that's the hardest one, I think. Can be, can I know be, can be any consoles, can be on PC also, can be anything. Like, so you're, you're t- it, it, and by top three, I don't mean top three you think that, you know, like, like regarded as the best video games. Like top three for you because there's emotional attachment, right? Some games mean something to you because of the time you were playing it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's 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 how I have my category of top three games, and people look at me like, huh? But no, because it's because of the, the circumstances I was playing those games. Anyway, go yeah, for it. Exactly. What's the top three? Uh, I think number three will be Mortal Kombat three because um, uh, this was the the time when I was growing up between the school and the high school, and. Uh, I was so engaged in this game and uh, uh, I was uh, in the tournaments and I've been playing around the yard with that. I've been kicking ass with my friends and it was really, really fun. So I was, I, w- I wouldn't say I was a star back then, but I mean, I was in top five of uh, in the city. So it was really nice. It's, yeah. um, you cannot forget such memories. No, you can't. <laughs> uh, number two, I believe, will be Sonic 3 because... I still play it to date. And again, all this summer freedom is definitely a Sonic 3 for me. So whenever I remember August, I remember Sonic 3 and vice versa. So the game is just, I, I can have a tattoo of the game, I believe. Oh, really? I, I, I won, I won. But you won uh, one. Potentially, I could have, yeah. <laughs> and another game that affected me a lot. And uh, mm-hmm. again, there are plenty of games like Counter Strike was an age for me. I mean, like five years wasted on that game. <laughs> and uh, I have plenty of examples. I mean, I have plenty of experience. But I believe the game that affected me the most was uh, Spec Ops: The Line. Oh, it's really? An FPS game, yeah, yeah from yeah, no, Saber yeah. Interactive. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, it's just an FPS game. It's really fun to play. But the story behind the game, it just yeah, blows your mind. That's the one that came out on PS3 and 360 and and well Windows and Microsoft. Yeah, that's the that's the PlayStation 3 one, right? Yeah, I've played I played it on the PC. Yeah. yeah. Spec Ops line again, it's not your usual spec ops because previous it was like tactical shooters and such. Yes. This was more like of an arcade, the third person sure. And again, the gameplay is I don't know, four out of five, maybe. But again, the story behind it, I still remember it to date. I even have uh, uh, an oil painting above my gaming PC don't with say, the don't say main anything. menu. Don't say anything okay. because I did I did start playing it like um, two or three months ago, so I'm I'm I'm, no, I'm nowhere near the end. But I I, st- I I really like the story, so don't 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 spoil. <laughs> no, I'm not going to spoil it. What I'm saying is that I have an oil painting of the main menu of the Spec Ops line hanging above ah, my right. PC right now. Yeah. yeah, I was so impressed by the game. So. Not, you're not, you're not, the, not the usual choice. <laughs> it's 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 you're the first person I put it on uh, top of the top three, but you're not the first person I know that actually really really like this game. Like it, it's one of the it's funny because I think it's one of those games that people are like, um, it's not talked nearly enough for how good it is. I think, um, and the, the, in terms of storyline, I think there's a lot of people that, that always put their their. Um, you know the storyline is everything in gaming to me. You know if it's a good score game, even if the gameplay is a bit weird or um, there's something weird with it, like if the story is awesome, mm-hmm. then I can forgive a lot. Um, and that's yeah. what it is with with um, te- um, I was going to say tech ops with the spec ops. Um, the line is that like literally the, the story to me right now is is so good that I had to stop it for a reason, but I need to go back into it. So that's what I'm saying. 
Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you will have plenty <laughs> of surprises there. To yeah, be honest, exactly. I chose between Spec Ops Line and FIFA, but uh, FIFA is more like a life experience for me. The game itself is not been evolving for like five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I couldn't put it on number one. But again, the experience it gave me, general experience, is oh, it's ten it's, years of my life. Exactly. So that that's that's why again, when people are like, uh, and I understand, I understand, like, like you should put FIFA at number one. People will go like, what? You know, you, you're not saying the the major obvious ones, but. Again, it's all about the emotion. I think that's where you, you've been saying from, from the start of this. Is that it's all about the teammates. Yeah. It's 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 all about who you're playing with. It's all about yeah. the emotion that you brought into your life at that very given moment. You know, and 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 I think it's it's still not really um got into people's head, but like you know, when 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 you talk about music, for example, or a movie or a painting, and it's like, oh, the emotions that you link up, like for example, for me, there'll be some music or an album or a group or a singer that'll be like listening to mm-hmm. one song and it'll take you back to that very moment you listened to it and that was a meaningful moment to you right yeah um, but to you if i if, if you listen to the same song you go like oh this is garbage it's horrible so the worst yeah. song of all yeah. time but it's funny because in video games it's still not linked there's still not that links being done and that's something that I've been talking a lot. Like there's one game on PlayStation One that I've been playing with my best friend at the time. Um, what's the game? Medieval. Don't know if you ever play Medieval. Yeah, I know. Of course, I know um, Medieval. And like some people are like, "Wait, it's an average game. It's okay. It's not the best game." But for me, like when I hear the music, when I see the gameplay, I'm like, "Wow!" It takes me back to those again summer times when I was inviting my friend over, and he will we played like he had the PlayStation One before me, so we, he will take his PlayStation with him plug it in and we play together for like three, four, five, six hours in the afternoon um, eating cake. Okay. <laughs> but so, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. There's a lot of people that don't make that connection between the emotion that it brings you and the video game. I still, I still think it's not really being discussed much. Yeah. So I believe we can summarize uh, this by saying that gaming gives you memory that you drag with you throughout your life. I mean, you get the experience, you remember it for a long, long time and trying to repeat the experience either yourself or with your kids. Yeah. And uh, uh, to summarize on the kids gaming, for me, one of the (laughs) great benefits, aside from the bonding and the fun and the experience that I get is that I always have a teammate who is willing to play with me wherever I suggest it. (laughs) So (laughs) having a kid solves the problem because, you know, usually (laughs) there is a good game. You're trying to find somebody to play it with, but people are unavailable. They have their own lives. They're offline. Yeah, exactly. They're on the business trip. But when you say, hey, kid, do you want to play? Yeah, 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 I want to play. What game are we playing? Let's go. Oh, by the way, if I, if, if I have to suggest one game you can play with, um, um, actually, on, on PS5, I think it is on, but on the Switch, whenever eventually you get your Switch, um, mm-hmm. go and buy the game Moving Out. I don't know if you've ever played uh, that We one. have it on PC. We already oh, played it on PC. And funny thing, funny yeah. thing is that we're playing it together with a wife. Yeah, there you the go. game is so fun. Then we're playing <laughs> with four players. My my kids, myself, and my wife. And, you know, I've been a project manager for 20 years, but I cannot manage the moving out level <laughs> by myself. I mean, it's 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 an impossible challenge. I've, I've, tra- I've tried the same. Game. I've tried the same with like we're like I'm trying so me and my two kids are playing this so we're like the three of us on the switch and it's like so my, my daughter will like if I say go and get the TV from that room and bring it on track now like oh do the TV first then we'll move the sofa together we'll move the uh, the bed together and then you can go and pick up a few more boxes uh, like and when she plays with me 
and my son is fine. Like we usually go through those levels, but like I try and play it just with my four year olds. <laughs> and he gets crazy. I don't know if you've seen those levels. There's like um, animals attacking you, like chickens and yeah, yeah, yeah. frogs and, so, like, and all that stuff. Yeah, frogs. And my son spends the whole time just trying to kick them or punch them in the face. I'm like, can you please help me remove that? Because I want to. I want to beat the game, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's funny, but you know, like when I'm playing it, I'm like, come on. But then uh, as I look at it and I think about it, it actually makes me laugh a lot because I'm like, yeah, actually, that's quite funny that like, like he's spending his like 45 minutes of us playing the game and the guy's just trying to punch a chicken. I think that's just funny. Um, what else makes them happen? What else makes them happen? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, cool. Let's, let's wrap it up here. And, um, and then I sure. think we'll, we'll have, we'll have you back on at some point. We can do part two of this. No um, problem. <laughs> so long, so, so long as, as our listeners will say, who is this guy? Why, why do I have to listen to this? Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. That's not happened. Um, <laughs> never ever. Um, do you want to maybe plug your your YouTube channels or your social media? Is there anything you want to promote real quick? You know. Um, to be honest, now is the summertime, and I have plenty of uh, chores around the house, and uh, um, I've been not that much of an active on the channels. But uh, Twitter is the the way to go. Uh, I'm yeah. trying to keep up with the website, but to be honest, you know, when, when it comes work. to Twitter, you just you just spend like five or ten minutes to post something and you go. But mm -hmm. when it comes to the website, you spend a couple of no, maybe three days to come up with something more fundamental. Yeah. So I believe Twitter right. is the way to go. Twitter is a way to communicate, and uh, I believe I see you there. So that's dads with gamepads. If you're looking yep. for Stan, he'll be there answering your questions. Anyway. Well, thanks for thanks for joining, Stan. Uh, it was very enjoyable. Yeah, thank you. I think we, thank uh, you for I'm the hosting. Glad, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad to know that I'm not the only one that had these experiences growing up. <laughs> you know, we, we shared a lot, um, and that's cool. And then, yeah, we'll we'll have you back on, I guess, at some point. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I'm very bad at outro. Anyway, this was catching up with the nerds. You guys can find us anywhere on social media as well. Twitter. This is Twitter and Instagram is where we're the most active. Uh, just look up catching up with the nerds. We'll be there. Um, and I think our YouTube channel is still there, but I don't know if people are really interested in YouTube these days. Um, that's it. I think this is where we stop. Uh, thank you again, Stan, for joining us, and we'll catch everybody in the next episode. Bye. <laughs>